welcome back to Feels Like Weezer, where we're discussing the uh, all, all the whole catalog of uh, Weezers, um, from the Blue Album to Van Weezer coming out soon, hopefully, maybe. No. <laughs> um, I'm Eric Nash from Almost Famous Minute. And I'm Zach Franking-Smith. You can follow me on Twitter, at The Informal Log. And uh, we have a guest today, surprisingly. I know. We never have guests, Eric, do we? Just kidding. We always have guests. Joining us from uh, the central time zone, we have... Um, hi, my name's Nick. Happy to be here. Hey, welcome, Nick. Well, thank uh, you guys so much for having me. Yeah, you were giving us your credentials before the show. Uh, could you share those with, with, uh, with the listeners now? Well, you know what? My credentials are that I have no credentials. Um, I am just a, <laughs> just a regular guy who likes Weezer. There, you know, and that's barely even necessary to be on the show, liking yeah. Weezer. Um, so, <laughs> but uh, but welcome, Nick. Yeah, you uh, we found you on the subreddit. So uh, always glad to bring in some some just uh, salt of the earth Weezer fans. You know, but uh, how you doing, Eric? Oh yeah, I'm I'm pretty good. Um, just another week here. It's gone by and. Wink, wink, and uh, you know it's it's uh, it's pretty pretty quiet because uh, as far as I'm concerned, I, I besides that my essential work. I mean, it was essential back during the mm-hmm. <laughs> major part of the quarantine lockdown era that we had that we're seemingly now out of. But um, yeah, I'm just I just continue to stay home though. I don't I don't get yeah. to the theaters like other people seem to be doing and <laughs> things like that. We'll just. Yeah, it's a, uh, oh boy, it's great going to work every day and then just coming home and doing yeah. nothing. Uh, can't leave, can't go to Walmart. I mean, you can, but, but yeah, man, <laughs> we're no longer uh, a hotspot though. Buena Vista County here, here in oh, uh, great. Yeah, good. you know yeah. my. <laughs> I mean, we we were number one in the nation for a little bit. Just saying, no big deal. Well, my my county's about ready to overtake that. So hey, look at you. Yeah. How about, how about you, Nick? How's uh, how's how's the old Rona in your in your neck of the woods? Well, you know, um, I've got uh, not a lot of cases in our area, but I don't know that could change in like two days. Yeah, but right. oh yeah, my work is actually better, believe it or not. I pull weeds at this giant corporate building. None of the none of the nosy, snotty corporate people are there, and get free food. So. Win. Hell yeah! All right, <laughs> it's, you had me at free food. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure Eric and I don't get that. I mean, I don't. Eric, you probably don't get free food. Uh, it, it's 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 on occasion, every now and then. I, we, we have free soda and other drinks. You know, wow, water, well, water and soda. Okay, I need to get your guys' opinion on this thing <laughs> because this 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 actually drives me nuts. So, Eric, your birthday's coming up. My birthday's yeah. coming up. Uh. Mine is too. That's kind of funny. What? When's your birthday, Nick? Uh, July twenty third. July twenty third. Wow. Look at us. Uh, all within a month. Anyway, uh, especially during school, it was your job to bring treats. Oh yeah. Oh, on your gosh, birthday. I like yeah. why? That's so stupid. Like I should be getting twenty six pieces of cake from my classroom, uh, and they get nothing. Like this, it, it doesn't make any sense to me. Like, how are you, why am I the responsible one to bring treats on, on my birthday? I mean, we all didn't have to deal with it because it was summertime. Yeah, uh, yeah. I was well, yeah, that's, that is true. But I, I do remember that being the case, though. Man. So we were able to reap the benefits without having to provide. Yeah. But um, I just, I don't know. I think that's ridiculous. Like, and it, it's, it's moved on into uh, corporate America. Where, like, you have to provide treats on your birthday? It's like, baloney. Like, I'm a working man. I work for my money. Uh, people should pamper me on my day. It's ridiculous. No, I gotta confess, I don't think I've ever really thought as intricately as you have about the politics of elementary school. So, I mean... Oh, boy. <laughs> Join me in my new podcast, uh, The Politics of Elementary School, which is just a great title, anyway. Uh, yeah. We're gonna be talking... <laughs> getting down to the nitty gritty of uh, what Jeremy's up to on the playground Um, Eric what song are we talking about today (laughs) 
yeah, we're going over uh, This is Such a Pity. Yes. And we're not talking about this show. <laughs> How is your heart, little darling? I didn't mean to get so mad. Let me just hold you closely. How did things get so I'm a, a, I'm a firm believer that the first half of Make Believe is a great Weezer album, hmm. uh, and then around the middle of the pack, it starts getting more uh, not mm-hmm. great. Um, but no, I think the song is good. Uh, there's, I, I have some quibbles, I have some quabbles that we'll get to, um, but you know, I'd love to hear what Nick has to say about it. You know, I. First off, disclaimer: I'm I'm a little bit biased because I I do like Make Believe. It was one of like first like full Weezer albums I took and listened to the whole mm-hmm. thing. So I've I mean I agree it is it's not perfect. However, huh. when I'm looking at subreddit or all kinds of opinions on reviews and reports and what have you, mm-hmm. I don't think the album deserves as much hate as it gets. That's just my opinion, and I, I love this. is such a pity. I absolutely love that song. I have mm-hmm. there are a couple things where it's a little iffy, but I I do overall like it quite a lot. Yeah, yeah, and I, I'm I'm kind of there with you, and I don't think that it should have gotten a point four out of ten. Uh, the whole album from Pitchfork. I I, I, I just can't even with that. <laughs> I like with that review. I I can't. No, I like. I really don't understand that either. But you know, uh, I I mean, there are a few songs where I would feel like giving a point four would be okay. But um, you know, it, it <laughs> exactly like if this is what they gave make believe, what did they give Ratitude? Let's be honest. So, um, Eric, what did you think of the tune? Uh, yeah, I mean, I I think it's a r- really pretty good pretty enjoyable song i mean it's it, it's it's the overall general feel of it for me mm-hmm. that i like that it's it's the, the this more 80s sound this this you know synth, heavy synth sound mm-hmm. that's you know while they've kind of barely kind of uh flirted with it before i mean they just go full full bore mm-hmm. <laughs> for this song so okay let's let's really do this up let's do this like good old uh good old producer rick Mm-hmm. With his band, the Cars would would do. I was gonna say, yeah, that's it. It, it did kind of feel like a like a Cars song, honestly. Mm-hmm. Just a uh, you know synth heavy, and um, I I also think Duran Duran just always, oh, but yeah. you know. Yeah. Um. Also, I I don't know anything about music either, so just, you know. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I I think that that's kind of one of the big draws of the song too is you know we just get off of these two uh very modern sounding songs you know with mm-hmm. uh with beverly hills you know and uh you know you get your woom woom clap with with that and then you've got uh perfect situation which is definitely a product of its time um and then you get this where you know you kind of travel back and you feel a lot of the inspirations um that I think uh, inspired. See, that's that's uh, that's great wordsmithing. Um, Rivers, uh, as he was growing up, you know, he's it's kind of that um, that synth pop kind of, uh, you know, and and I mean the guitar's okay in this song. I I, I have some. We'll get to the guitar stuff, but um, yeah, I think it's. I think it was a cool experiment that they went with and i'm glad that the, but i'm really glad that the whole album doesn't sound like this hmm. yeah 
Well, that that'll come in what uh, fifteen, roughly fifteen years later, with what we've recently gotten. The teal, the teal album. album. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> you knew where I was going. <laughs> it's just like why wow. they're just straight covers. Like it's it's mm-hmm. not going to get into it. We're saving for the show, but and and mo- and mostly eighties songs. You know, right. such a goofy yeah. experiment, but so many of them. Well, and oh, that they okay. stealth dropped it too was yeah. one of the big things. Like, they're just like, hey, we have a new thing. And it's like, you have a new album coming out in two weeks. Why did you do this? Ugh. I don't know. I will say, I will say, I will say about the TL album, this has nothing to do with any of the songs. <laughs> Rivers in that, in that, like, album cover art. Mm-hmm. Like, that is the level of confidence that everyone should strive for. Exactly. <laughs> that, that, well, that was the level of confidence of most... Some some guys of the eighties. Oh yeah, wasn't it based off of, like Miami the, the, Vice or something? Yeah, right, exactly. Oh, for sure. The, 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 Don Johnson. Yeah, <laughs> it's. Uh, I I you know Rivers in the self titled albums like the covers, yeah, like Red specifically. <laughs> well, I guess Red and Teal um, are what I aspire to be. Yeah, I mean you know, uh, I, was, I saw this meme on the subreddit one time where it said. Um, said when you're trying to be teal rivers you're always blue pat <laughs> he looks he so uncomfortable <laughs> yeah like i'm getting off topic here no no that's totally my wife I, when we were listening to the song this today every time we listen to a song you know before the podcast she always goes how do you find things to talk about i'm like oh we get off track a lot uh, so, how, how is your show often so often close to an hour? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I really don't. Um, nothing ends up on the cutting room floor. Yeah. Got to milk milk every penny out of this uh, this cash cow that we have here. Um, 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 the way the way the song starts, if we're getting kind of like maybe want to go a little bit into the lyrics, it actually mm-hmm. it's kind of almost more the vocal stylings to me too for this. It really reminded me of a uh, song I've, I've actually been watching a lot, and I've been <laughs> getting a little over involved, especially for well, especially for one main one um, of these uh, on YouTube, these reaction videos to <laughs> songs and and movies too, most mm-hmm. recently. <laughs> but um, uh, there's one, there's one, this one uh, old '70s song um, by the band Sweet, mm-hmm. and huh? it's and it was it was used, it was covered in Wayne's World. And that's probably where you guys might know. It. Oh, for sure. What song um, was uh, it? B- Ballroom Blitz. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, you know, and, yeah, the, and, yeah. and the way that song starts and the way this one starts kind of really have this similarity to me that, that you know, where, where Rivers is, you know, it's a little more breathy uh, style, mm-hmm. you know, and he's asking this this question, how's your heart, little darling, and, and, and has that ver- that first verse that that's just kind of a little, little more under the radar kind mm-hmm. of uh, of a vocal. But 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 then it does get pushed up a bit. Now Ballroom Blitz gets a little bit more, <laughs> goes a little more <laughs> into the, into the, the theatrical and so forth for their choruses. But there's a little bit of screaming involved, and it's fine. Yeah. Um, story of my life, am I right? <laughs> um, yeah, I I can see that kind of the 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 parallel there. Um, but like the let let me just talk about the lyrics here uh this is not a healthy relationship that they're in well Uh, how many of rivers are healthy well that that is a very very true statement yeah like was it up right there um like i think this would uh lyrically fit well on pinkerton definitely not sounds it will it would not fit musically on pinkerton but uh, it's so funny you said that i was that that is literally a point that I was going to bring up. <laughs> oh well, what do you, what do you have to say? What what? Keep going. Oh, uh, I'm tired of talking I mean, about Pinkerton. I, so no, I <laughs> okay. Well, I I love Pink. I I like Pinkerton. Like I, mm-hmm. I I still listen to like a ton of it. It's on all my playlists. Friends get sick of me. They're like, dude, like, like, get <laughs> over it. <laughs> uh, I know. They're like, like we get we get it. You really really like Weezer, okay? <laughs> <laughs> got they're, they're a bunch of goofballs but um well, i honestly think when i'm listening to this is such a pity like listen to it a ton in, in preparation for this and i was like 
don't quite know what genre to place it in, but if I had to place it into a genre, it sounds like an angry disco song from, from Pinkerton, like an anxious, like <laughs> sounds like it could have been a B side for Pinkerton. And I could be totally wrong there, but that's just kind of no. how I felt. about it. Yeah. That, that would, that would be a great placement for it. Mm-hmm. If, if, if it had come out in that era. Yeah. The, yeah. Mm-hmm. On a B side to have something a little bit little, little doesn't quite fit with the rest right. of the album, but, but does have some similarities though too. Oh. Yeah. I think it would have to be a little less polished though. I think it's a little too polished for Pinkerton just in general, but uh, the feeling of it, you know, definitely. I I see where you're coming from, but the angry disco song from Pinkerton. It's just just got like a certain level of like anxiety and like Mm -hmm. funness. I don't know. Like love Rivers Cuomo. I love his music and I want him to be happy as a person but man, I really like the stuff he makes when he's not feeling so great guys. Right. <laughs> it's, I get it. I totally get it. As long as he's not being like super sexist, I understand. Um, I don't know. But then even when he's in a good place, he writes things that are super sexist. So, um, yeah. But yeah, uh, it, it's it's good that you bring up that anxiety part as well because I think a lot of it is he's he's o- very overprotective in this relationship. Mm. Um, like I mean, this is I mean this the it feels uh, feels I feel like I'm being attacked uh, personally. This it, this is like what happened uh, as I was growing up. You know, um, you have there's a you're in a relationship you care so deeply about them, but you just have this antagonistic need to belittle them. I, I get that a lot. That was my parents, not me. I'm a good person. Damn it. Um, but, <laughs> you know, it, it, uh, you push me over the edge. We cause so much agony, but we can't seem to move ahead. Um, I, I think that's just, you can see that a lot in, um, in a lot of marriages, I think as well, where it's like you keep bringing up the things you just needle them, you know, and it brings up that, uh, anxiety, that anger, um, and you can never move past it, you know? Mm. And that's why you should go to therapy, uh, (laughs) insert ad for that call in therapy place. Um, I can't remember what it's called, but I keep hearing ads for it. Um, that would have fit perfectly there. That's called a natural ad read, Eric. <laughs> um, <laughs> but then, though, what kind of future will we have? Will we ever find peace? You know, like, he, ob- they obviously want to move forward, you know, mm-hmm. and, and continue on. But they don't, he doesn't think they can. You know, mm. um, thoughts. I mean, um, one thing I like to bring up is that in like the very beginning, like the first two things that you that you hear for the most part are the drums and the synthesizer coming in every once in a while. And mm-hmm. my goodness, that just like, at least for me, like the drums are just like tracking like, and then the synth is just like coming in every once in a while. It just it puts you on edge instantly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at least for me, like it—it's so tense. Huh. Yeah, I didn't even think of that. And when like Rivers comes in with arguably like a like a, a like soft but soft er at the beginning, it just provides such a contrast that you're like, ooh, I'm 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 interested in this song now. It's like the uh, the villain in a musical, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, that is a that is a that is a hot take, and it is very much appreciated. Here on feels like Weezer. Oh. Uh, yeah, that's good. I didn't even think about that. Like about how that opening uh, plays that antagonism and that uh, that anxiety so well. Yeah, huh. good catch. Yeah, no, I think I've listened to this song like 400 times in the past like three weeks. <laughs> wow. All right. Good for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I listened to it three times today, so. 
minutes. <laughs> That's how I prep for podcast episodes. Eric, what else you got? Um, well, I mean, one of the last things you said there, you, you're re- uh, referencing the line where will we ever find peace? Mm-hmm. And you know that's the that's uh, coming up here in just like two more episodes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the the name of that song then, um, which I haven't done any research for yet. So um, looking forward to it, though, of course. Is make believe a concept album? <laughs> I've I've seen someone try and put a story mm-hmm. to it. Wow. I've seen someone like, and I, I could not remember. I can't remember the full details, but I think the basic gist of it was like, dirty guy becomes rock star, but he's still not happy. So drugs. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. That I, sounds. That's a hundred percent conception. Or like that. That was like it was like a Reddit post. I mean, right. So it was a hundred percent accurate. So, yes, so clearly this random guy speaks for the band. Look, Reddit is full of well-adjusted, very highly intelligent people, so I don't know why you would ever (laughs) doubt the things that they say. (laughs) I couldn't make it through without giggling, so... Uh, Uh, Well-adjusted. <laughs> the, the only other thing lyric wise that I'd, I'd want to point out and kind of ask you guys see what your takes are on it uh, is and you know, now this is from genius dot com what they and they list out really well but sometimes erroneously some people think it seems like um, but uh, the pre chorus after after verse two you know um, you know he ends one the one line with you think I'm a fascist pig and then to tr- do a half rhyme for that he he does end that next line with I don't think we'll ever give. And so, so between those two things, take one or the other if you want. If you want to comment on them, um, it's you know, I mean, just 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 the use of of you know, uh, Rivers uh, saying that he, mm-hmm. you know his girlfriend, his love, what have you, is you know, she actually thinks he's a fascist pig, and that's really not good <laughs> for a what? relationship. That's for no. Sure. Um, and, uh, but, but then ending, you know, the, 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 then the weird, the weird way it ends with this word give, you know, I don't think we'll ever give. And, you know, it seems like there really should be something right after that, but the chorus, the, the lines of the chorus, this is such a pity. I mean, it does, it does then say we should give all our love to each other. I mean, that could be the answer, but it's just a weird way to end Mm -hmm. end this pre-chorus part, whatever. Well, I think it's like, neither of them will give in to you know how how they want their relationship to be you know mm-hmm. like um rivers would want something different than you know his girlfriend um of how the relationship will be and neither of them are gonna give that up you know and i mm-hmm. think that the fascist pig part probably comes in where it's more because if you if you if you, you know, as you read the lyrics, it's he. It is very antagonistic, and um, he seems very controlling. You know, and as we're learning at a rapid rate here in America, uh, fascism is all about <laughs> control. So, um, yeah, I think I, I think that's more. Uh, well, I guess it's not really an analogy for for that. That if that's how she feels, but hey, I mean. I first first heard this. This is such a pity. Is like, did she just say fascist pig, or did he just say fascist mm. pig? I was like, such a it, it's, it catches you when you listen to that song. You're like, just that like that's some that's some really interesting lyric lyrical choices, mm. and not even like with just, not even just within the context of the song. You're just like there have just been a few times where I'm listening to. Where I'm just listening to a Weezer song, and I'm like, that is such a interesting choice of lyrics there, and like, what could that possibly mean? But um, mm-hmm. so that part was just, like, that's just a like, that's a really interesting lyric. Then with the mm-hmm. don't think you ever, or, don't think I'll ever give, will ever give. Um, I think it's really about like compromise or like what each person wants, and they're refusing to like kind of each selfishly holding on to their own things and 
kind of works into the general aspect of the whole song is like a really terrible argument and this guy's so controlling and solid reading yeah uh i was talking to both of us by the way nick <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> i had to compliment myself there too Can we talk about the guitar solo for a minute? Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, oh you guys sound like you enjoy it. I hate it. It's garbage. Uh, okay. It's not, it is not well done, uh, really at all, I don't think. You know, you come off of Maladroit and the songs before this, you know, Perfect Situation and Beverly Hills, and they have these very distinct, very good guitar solos, and then there's there's this one. Okay. Which is okay. not. Well, well not. what I what I have to suggest is you listen to it with your headphones on. <laughs> <laughs> because as as I often yeah. tell me about the channels, well, well, Eric. Yes. Ah. Well, what it and what it is is it's 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 going back and forth really quick. You know, just a one little that one little you know, and one in the in the left, and then you know, I mean, it, it it's it's a kind of little uh, you know uh, the Deliverance banjo duel if you're familiar with that, <laughs> you know. Um, reference oh um, joy yeah that made me enjoy it a lot back more and forth, thank you, know, you between the left and right yeah i mean it is the i personally think that it is like one of the best uses of like symbolism within the weezer song like it's in like it's just an it's an escalating argument this guy is controlling she calls mm-hmm. him a fascist pig each yep. each of the dueling guitars like trying to one-up each other mm-hmm. originally i like that the, reading a lot yeah, I mean, I, I I looked this up. Um, originally, it was just gonna be on yeah. them, Brian, but then Brian Bell was like, "Let's make this a dueling guitar solo." And so I get what you're saying about how like previous solos are much better. But if you if, again, if you like look at it through the context of what the song is really about, mm-hmm. that person that made me personally appreciate it a lot more. Yeah, you've you've convinced me. Um, that that was, that is a really great reading um, of that. I think that it's. I kind of think you're spot on there. I mean, obviously because that's what they said, and the you know that's what the band's saying. Obviously, you're spot on. But like, I didn't even think about that. That's yeah, good. You know, I've got a few other quotes about the song that I like looked up and. And I don't have any confirmation of this, but apparently Rivers said in 2005 that This Is Such a Pity like might be his favorite song off of Make Believe. And and yeah. I, I don't know. Pat, Pat, Pat was like, it's got a wicked melody. I don't know. I like, I like hearing what the band has to say about their own songs. For sure. Like, well, especially I can somebody... Own... Oh, go ahead. I'm like, because I can have my own opinions on the song. I mean, I also want to hear it directly from the people who crafted it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I think that's a that, that's a solid take. Yeah, I think that's. I don't have anything else to say about that. Good job. All right, you, you've you've swayed me. Uh, did we want to talk about the other versions of this song, which you know? I think in one in one respect, people you know at least at least like the like what I was reading on Weezerpedia, uh, you know the band seems to be a band or maybe other fans kind of seem to not 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 really think of it as so much as other versions because like it's it's pretty much all but it's all just because of a similar chord progression mm-hmm. between these other songs. The, the, the first one being "She Who Is Militant." I read about title. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So and and if you follow if you go to Wikipedia you know for this is such a pity you know I mean you can then follow you need to follow the links because they don't they don't have the these alternate versions with these alternate titles on the the main page for this is such a pity you just have to go and to hear the others so I haven't actually listened to those these others myself yet but you know I think that that could be that could be Patreon material or something that could be <laughs> to go over to go over these other songs yeah I. I mean, I didn't listen to the various versions of it. Um, 
because it's always like when I do listen to it, they always pretty much sound the same <laughs> to me, you know. Mm-hmm. But I'll confess, yeah. I haven't listened to any of the other various various versions. Sure. Yeah. All right, so we're uh, in agreement. L- l- uh. l- let me name off these these three other titles that they had in, throughout the history of the of the of creating the song from its initial. <laughs> Uh, version of She Who Was Militant what, and was then also Tell Me What You Did okay. then uh, What Is Going On <laughs> I Don't Know and, and Happy On Your Own Happy On Your Own would be an interesting I think that that I think that would play in really well to the themes of the song Interesting. Mm-hmm. To me, that doesn't sound like something that the controlling guy who's singing, that doesn't quite sound like something that he'd say. I don't know. That'd be super interesting. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> because, but I, I think it's also just, uh, maybe maybe not him saying it, but it's, you know, how they, you know, they're, yeah. they're going to feel, it's more he's applying to himself, you know, I'm oh. going to be happy on my own, maybe, I don't know. Or, you know, you're happy on your own. I don't know. I don't know. That's I'm a good... Even, I, I... You oh, go. go ahead. Go ahead, Nick. Yeah, say so that's, that's, that's a really interesting perspective, and that could, that could make perfect sense. See, coincidentally, that's what I was going to say as well, but... <laughs> It sounds a lot better when it comes from somebody else besides the person who said it. So, um, the joke is I have a giant ego, uh, and my opinions are always valid. Uh, that's about all I've got for the song proper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Nick, do you have anything else? Man, um, I don't know. I mean, it's certainly an interesting one. I don't think that it's a song that people who are really into like the mainstream Weezer stuff would necessarily listen to. Mm-hmm. So it's not as discussed as something like Buddy Holly or Say It Ain't So or something like that. You know what I mean? Like the songs that like everyone, like everyone kind of knows. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which I I think this would have pl- it should have played well on the on the radio. I don't know how it did. I don't think uh, we said this. This was uh, the fourth single. Mm-hmm. So, yep. Uh, so, it, it, can we talk about the music video for this? Oh sure. Did you yeah. know there's a music video? Of course. Uh, no. Yeah. It looks. I looked up. This is such a pity. Weezer music video, and it didn't give me anything. So I'm really interested to hear what this is. Uh, okay. So, is it not official? I will be sending you a link here uh, in the Discord, and I, I want your raw reactions to it. So this was... Oh, boy. Oh, yes. <laughs> it's right down my alley. This is a, uh, uh, a fan video uh, okay. by ATS5 uh, for, for This Is Such a Pity. Um, it's... This, it's so stupid. I love it so much. Uh, if I if I watch this, is this gonna like show up in the? No, 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 no. Uh, as long as you're wearing like headphones, it won't be it won't be a problem. But uh, okay. so just to kind of describe what it is, uh, while while my while my illustrious co-hosts are are watching the video, um, this is wonderful. It's a bunch of Alf clips. Put together, <laughs> it's so stupid. I love it so much. <laughs> it's it's so good. Uh, so it apparently there was a time when Alf formed a band of other Alfs, uh, and there's some beautiful graphics in it. Um, <laughs> one of the Alfs plays a saxophone. It's amazing. We'll put a link in the show notes below. Uh oh, it's so good. This is this is like magical. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost as good as the Muppet video, in my opinion. I, yeah, I'm like first we got the Muppets, then we have Alf, and then we got Happy Days. Like this is this is definitely some kid's childhood. Oh, uh, now I have to now I have to go and see if anyone's doing the episode by episode for Alf. 
podcast. Well, you, well, actually, what you should do is then, if they're doing an episode by episode, or if they're not, you should do it alphabetically. So then it's <laughs> alphabetical. Yeah, right. It's perfect. No, it's it's not with a PH, it's, it's with an F. Exactly. It's different. <laughs> it's it. different. <laughs> oh, man. This, uh... Yeah, I, I found that, and I'm just like, this is the dumbest thing. I'm so happy that it exists. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just trying to... I'm, I'm reading through some of the comments because they're they're just great. 80s Nostalgia and Weezer. You can't top that. Love the ending. Thanks. Alf rocks! Five exclamation points. That is wonderful. <laughs> so, like, uh, Weezer yeah, should, I, like, adopt that proper. Like... <laughs> so, uh... Eric, I know you're you're a bit older than me. I, I, I don't know. Hold on, hold on. I'm sorry. Oh. I found it. Alf on Alf. Alf on Alf. <laughs> <laughs> Shout outs to Alf on Alf. Uh, so uh, you're you're a little bit older than than me. I don't know if I don't know mm-hmm. about Nick. Uh, did you watch Alf growing up? Oh, oh yes, yes. Kind of. And at the time it was airing too, because I mean, you know, even for like, I mean, very similar two two very similar shows, and and the, the basic concept is you know Mork and Mindy, which I mean, I just you know, I I think I might have seen a few episodes, you know, by by crazy coincidence, you know, happenstance mm-hmm. uh, as they aired, but mostly in in pretty immediate reruns, you know, during the day, and then also also during you know like weekdays, what have you, uh. uh but then also from the um, early early sixties, I think, um, would be uh, my favorite Martian, which mm. there was the movie remake. Yeah, one, yeah, uh, nine, late 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 nineties, I think. Yeah, I remember. I, I think I went to theaters. Great show. To see that one. Probably not a very good movie. No, I it was not. Um, as kid, I loved it because you know, you put anything in front of a child, they're gonna love it. Mm-hmm. Boy, and then of course they. Then of course they uh, came in in what in the late nineties. Also in the late nineties, though they came and did the uh with that third rocket from the sun show which uh, just uh, upped it by <laughs> having a whole group of <laughs> aliens right yeah oh i love third rock from the sun I mean, that was yeah. joseph gordon levitt that was one of his first shows oh, yeah. mm-hmm. he had stupid long hair um but anyway i thought you guys would enjoy that uh so yes the official music video <laughs> of <laughs> of uh of this is such a pity um just, uh, just one, two more, just yeah. two more comments from the YouTube comments. Sure. I just, I, I'm sorry. It, it, they're beautiful. Uh, from Machinery Disorder, the real fascist pig. Dot, dot, dot. Smiley face. Um, from Malmros Gaming, ten years ago. Ha! I love Alf XD, but now I can't find my cat. <laughs> so, that's enjoy that. Uh, and uh yeah so that was that was the last thing i wanted to bring up about this song mm-hmm. uh I, and uh, i had to last... remember to yeah. I, I had to like put it in my brain not to forget that because it's <laughs> obviously the most important fact uh, of all time so uh the last thing i'd, I'd want to say before uh moving into my usual normal little segment um is uh a, a little beatles connection george harrison uh solo mm-hmm. though um uh he uh had the song uh, isn't it a pity Mm. So this, I actually did see that. Yeah. Sorry, I just not a big fan You're of so boomer over music. Beatles. You know, I, <laughs> this boomer trash. <laughs> uh, uh, well, no, I'm I'm glad I'm glad you enjoy that, Eric. Uh, I'm glad that that went well for you. So, who covered the song? Uh, there really have not been any real good official covers uh, even when searching on youtube it's really really heavily you know you know just one person by themselves in almost every case and and you know just thankfully not not so much not a whole lot of following along with it but uh mm-hmm. you know but just one person doing it alone at home no no full bands right the uh but nothing really officially released anybody doing a solo but it's a saxophone. <laughs> I don't believe so. Which I, I, I forgot. I, I did want to talk yeah. about the 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 sax the alphaphone here. Um, that solo would have been a hundred times better if it was a saxophone. I'm just saying. Willing saxophones. 
Yeah, dueling saxes. Pretty cool. Come on. Um. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of surprised that because I feel like this this album you would get a lot of covers, but you know, well, I is think it, it on... kind of. Oh, go ahead. I think it. I mean, okay. So it's one of the sing. It's one of the singles, and it's like on an officially released album. So it's not like necessarily a deep cut, so to say, but mm-hmm. it's gonna yeah. fall. It kind of falls into that to a purgatory of sorts where it's like it's it's good and it's not super well known but it's not at like it's not at the same level of like lesser known Weezer songs like it is not it is nowhere near Long Time Sunshine like that's like right. that's like that's my standard for like like a popular sort of deep cut B side should be mm-hmm. but, but I'll, I, I mean, that, that makes sense that there's not really a lot of covers of this. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I, uh, I, I think for for me, it's just more, you know, it's, I don't have a point there. I'm going to cut that out. Um, so <laughs> is it on Rocksmith, Eric? I Tell guess us. This, this is, this is one I've, I've, uh, played probably the most so far. Um, just, and, and, and pretty heavily just because I knew it was coming up. So right. I now need to switch on to, to more upcoming, uh, songs that we'll be going over, uh, if, if they are available. Uh, uh yeah, on, yeah. Through the, through the CDLC that I've uh, recently been able to, uh, get into. So when we do our live show, uh, <laughs> Eric will play Weezer songs and, um, we'll comment. I, I will, I will provide the commentary for your covers. Um, that's awesome. <laughs> um, so the, uh, so a- as you all know, my, my wife is not a big Weezer fan, uh, but I, I make her listen to them and I want to hear her opinions. Um, which I think is going to upset Nick quite a bit. Uh, she said two words, unmemorable and whiny uh to which i pointed out that it was three words and then she said okay fine unmemorable whiny so that's that's what my wife has to say about it the uh the official one sentence song review by joanna Uh, you know that's I mean, I kind of where I, I kind of see where she's coming from. I understand the whiny sure. part for sure. Yeah. Uh, oh, it's super whiny. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I, I think that that just has a lot to do with Rivers's voice, just in general. Um, mm. You know, because it it does kind of have like a, a a whiny pitch to it, but it's not like it's overbearingly whiny, in my opinion. Mm. I don't know. Uh, mm. I'm not bashing you, sweetie. I love you. She doesn't listen to this podcast. <laughs> uh, Okay. Yeah, not even kind of. Uh, so, are we ready for our rankings? Our ratings? Sure. Sure. All sure. right. Uh, Nick, we'd love to start with you. Uh, rating from 0 to 10. This is your personal feeling. Uh, use whatever metric you find. You can get super specific, or you can just uh, throw a number out there. We don't judge. Right. Okay. Um, I am going to give... Uh, this is such a pity... Seven point eight out of ten. Wow, seven point uh, eight. Yeah, there's there's a thought process behind this. Um, is it's it's close to an eight. Right. Seven seems too harsh, and it's <laughs> better than a seven point five. So, and seven point nine seems why not just make it an eight? So seven point eight it is. That is how I feel about it. Like, <laughs> it's a pretty good song. <laughs> I see. I was expecting you to go like, well, for everything I disliked, I took away a point one from it. And I ended up at seven point eight. Um, no, that's a that's a good that is a good uh, strategy. I would agree with that, uh, Eric. Mm. What about you? Yes, yes. I will give this a hmm, eight point two five. Eight point two five. Uh. So I was going to give this song a six because of the solo. Yeah. But okay. Nick, you changed my mind. Uh, <laughs> so I'm going to give this song a seven. Okay. 
respect that. That's a that's a good rating. Absolutely. It's I mean it's like way better than Beverly Hills. Than a point uh, four. <laughs> um, I, I, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, all right, yeah. So, any any parting thoughts on the song? Anything else we want to bring up, or are we good? Um, uh, one point, one last point I did want to bring up is that I personally found it funny in the ordering of Make Believe, and. I'm not expecting other people to re- to think about this at all, but I think it's hilarious how the album starts off starts off with um, Beverly Hills, and then the general vibe after that is, okay, we gave you your radio ear candy, now let me pour my soul out to you, like, mm-hmm. not necessarily like pour his soul out, but it it's almost like he makes one song exclusively for radio stations, and then kind of makes what he really wants to make right and then it just gets more and more depressing throughout the album as well uh it just gets sadder and sadder (laughs) like the other way not a great song but it's so depressing if you know what the meaning of it is well we'll we're gonna find that out at some point Uh, (laughs) i'm not gonna spoil the episode for you guys sorry oh thank goodness uh you know this this is probably my least listened to Weezer album, so this has been kind of a joy for me to go through and, and listen to. So well, I'm I'm so sorry. I just thought of one more point. Can I? Yeah, just... no, that's fine. So um, okay. So I had said before that I was biased towards Make Believe, mm-hmm. just a little bit. The reason for that is when they were touring with Pixies. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if it was last year or the year before that. Being, I went. And there was this really, really cool moment where Rivers like gets in this little boat that's got like a Weezer flag and he goes to the far side of the arena and he's like, How's everyone doing over here? There's a couple of acoustic covers. He did a cover of Take On Me, which is fine. It was okay. But then after that, he did an acoustic cover of Perfect Situation. And everyone all at once like turned on their phone flashlights and Honestly, it, I I was tearing up. It was for me personally. That was like one of the coolest moments for music for me. Mm-hmm. It's just where'd all you go I see him? Um, uh, I went and saw him at uh, the XL Energy Center in uh, Minneapolis, St. Paul. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, yeah, they were they were here in De- they were in Des Moines, and I almost went, yeah. but it was the middle of the week, and I'm like, I'm not mm. gonna do that. I got I gotta get to sleep. I'm a, mm. I'm an old man. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but I saw pictures of the boat. Uh, yeah. You know, I, 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 you know, Weezer's a little bit of a weird band, so it, it kind of fit. Mm. Um, yeah, that's great. I'll, I'll see if I can find, I want to find that cover then. Uh, yeah, I, I, th- I think he did it at basically every, every place, but I know there's video from the St. Paul night. I was just... I do not have like much of a. I haven't been to a lot of concerts, so I don't actually mm. even really know if that was a great concert or not. But that just blew me away. I do want to point out that most of the the uh, the people that we've had on the show have been to see Weezer, um, oh. and neither Eric or I have gone. Yeah, right. uh, so, and they could have been this summer, <laughs> right? Yeah, but now we'll just have to wait until next year. Mm. Um, all right. Well, hey, thanks for joining us, uh, Nick. Yeah. Thank you guys so uh, much for having me. This was a blast. Yeah, we, we you know let us know if you'd like to come back on at some point. Uh, do you have any anywhere any uh, projects or anything you want to plug or anything like that? And I'm still I'm pretty boring. I don't really have any projects. I'm just working on in school and well, so I'm not school anymore. But no, don't really have any projects. <laughs> All right. Hit me, up, well. hit me up on Reddit if you want to talk about Weezer. <laughs> yes, the subreddit is a very fun place. I will, oh. I, I will agree. Uh, but anyway, I'm Zach Franking Smith. You can follow me on Twitter at the Informal Log. And I was Eric Nash. Uh, I also have the Watchmen Minute Show and Almost Famous Minute Show. And Almost Famous Minute is also on Pantheon Network. With with this one, feels like Weezer. Yeah, uh, the Pantheon Podcast Network. Lots of rock, great, great rock and roll podcasts. Um, check and, them and out. And even Little Country. 
and even a little yeehaw uh <laughs> and rap it's a it's a great music mm-hmm. music based uh podcast company so uh the, with probably one of my favorite names for a podcast which is the dad bod rap rap pod dad bod rap pod uh, I don't think I've said it out loud myself yet. So, <laughs> which I I mean I haven't listened to it yet, uh, but I just I was, I was based on the title alone. because because they have had some interviews with some more of the alt rap that I like I prefer mm-hmm. uh, a little more sometimes sci fi and nerdy. Oh, nice! <laughs> yeah, um, that yeah. they've actually interviewed a couple of the uh, big players in that arena. Oh, well, I'll have to check that out yeah. then, because you all know my feelings towards, like, chiptune and nerd rap. Yeah, right. um, but yeah, so check them out, pantheonpodcast.com. Follow them on Twitter, Pantheon Pods. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter, at Feels Like Weezer. You can check us out on Facebook, Feels Like Weezer. Uh, you can join the Feels Like Weezer Listener Society on Facebook. Uh, we can ta- chat with you about Weezer and all things uh, Feels Like Weezer related. Um you can send us an email, feels like Weezer at gmail.com. You can check out our tea public store, uh, which is down in the show notes. Uh, you can get some sweet masks there. Um, yeah, if we still need those by the time this comes out. <laughs> Who are we kidding? It's just a new fashion accessory at this point. Um, that's, yes. Anything else, Eric? I can't think of anything else. Okay. I, think, I, think, I think that's it. Uh this ending is such a pity. <laughs> okay. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.